Hey, it's Travis. These pre-show messages are starting to be a regular thing, huh? We actually recorded this episode at the same time we recorded our character creation episode, and at the time we thought it was going to be a single episode, so you won't hear the typical introduction at the beginning of the show. The reason we did that is because we thought it really made sense, given that we had enough recorded to make an episode just out of the character creation that we should, so this is the second half of our first session One random detail that kind of got lost in the shuffle between cutting this into two episodes is that we did end up determining what Baron Rock's molecular allergy is. He is allergic to meat protein, so it really helps that he has a superpower that lets him not eat. I think that's it. Uh, If you're liking the show, make sure to tell a friend. We really appreciate all of the nice stuff y'all have said about the first episode of the season, and we hope you continue to enjoy it. In a world full of heroes, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Superheroes have sort of existed in the papers and and during major events, but they were never sort of seen amongst the general population until about two two years ago when there was a giant alien invasion into New York. I didn't do that. And (laughs) a, a band of heroes came together to drive off the alien invasion and saved New York. And that sort of exploded the idea of superheroes and a lot of people who had powers for good or bad or whatever just sort of started coming out of the woodwork and creating opportunities for themselves to be super powered. And because of that, the heroes in New York sort of banded together and formed a structure uh, and they called themselves the Extraordinary Adventurers of New York. And then various other areas also formed extraordinary adventurer groups, including the one that you all end up belonging to, which is the Extraordinary Adventurers of the Great Lakes. Ooh, (laughs) my home! Which is uh, often just called Eagle. Ooh, that's so good! Oh, God, yeah, Eagle, that's so good! Oh, man. Are we, like, based in Chicago? You're based wherever you wish to be based. I didn't roll a city because there's a lot of cities in the <laughs> in the Great Lakes. Chicago sounds area, awesome. but you can be based out of Chicago uh, if you want to have it very centrally located. I love Chicago. Yep. All right. So you're based out of Chicago, and then we'll sort of have to figure out how you all met. Well, if I'm in an an adventurers league, I need we need to say how I got my powers back, right? Like, have I just gone on a vegan diet? Uh, I would imagine just out of being poor and not being able to get food and sort of doing dumpster diving, like you started to not run into a ton of of meat. Uh, and it was just easier to get a hold of sort of random vegetables. And you sort of realized that if you avoided meat proteins, your power started to creep back. All right. 
and then when the opportunity sort of because in this world each area sort of had like hey if you have powers come to this area and uh join the adventurers league and there weren't a lot in the area and i'm imagining that the three of you sort of showed up and were hired on the spot because you actually have pretty pretty great powers <laughs> for the most part and were uh, given the ability and sort of licensing to superhero in the world. So the one contact you all have in common is the guy that hired you. So the guy that hired you, your agent, so to speak, the person that actually knows your real identity is Neil Esposito. Uh, okay, Neil Esposito is our boss. He is sort of your boss. He was given the ability to sort of hire in the group, um, but they quickly realized that there's not a lot of money being made. The amount of money that they have to pay the cities to repair the damage meant <laughs> that uh, they can't actually pay you, but they can license you to be able to use superpowers uh, as recognized heroes. So you're on your own for money, but you have official superhero licenses. So when you show up to places, you can show your Extraordinary Adventurer's badge and you will not be sort of arrested on the spot per se. So what are what are the consequences of not doing that for somebody like the Red Mind? <laughs> uh, uh, because like, wouldn't they just fly away? <laughs> so what sort of has happened as a result of this licensing is anybody who isn't licensed is dubbed generally as a supervillain. Oh, and so there's a lot of sort of media plot lines that stem up of a random powered person is terrorizing a town and then the Extraordinary Adventurers League stops them and rehabilitates them and they become a licensed superhero to protect everybody. And that is a very common theme that happens in the world. Uh, so if you're not licensed, you are generally regarded as a supervillain instead of a superhero. And the police and authority figures and other extraordinary adventurers treat them as such and tell which time they can either be determined to not be a threat and then they work through the licensing or they are determined to be a threat and then they are treated as a supervillain and attempt to be locked away as a danger to the public. Seems like not very communist. And <laughs> I have some opinions about this. Because of the money situation, uh, what do you think you all hold down your normal or a normal sort of job uh, during the day? Or do you think you just sort of are used to struggling and hoping one day that money will come through or you'll get a sponsor? My normal job is to is petty theft. Yes. And I like I'm elated that I have my powers back. So I'm just going to try and do good until I get paid. Okay. I think maybe I panhandle a little bit when I save somebody. Like Char charge a small fee. <laughs> like I've been trying to circulate that it's like really it's polite to tip your superhero. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I I'm a YouTube star, so like YouTube's like you know, kind of fucking people over right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling. So I mean you probably at one point were making a, a, a decent amount of money, but to reflect your poor rating, like your ad revenues got cut 
because advertisements being pulled from YouTube. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so you've seen your <laughs> you've seen your revenue stream start to dwindle. Exactly. Excellent. I think for my case, uh, my I mean my resources are feeble. I think I'm some sort of courier with my flight power. I think I fly around delivering messages. Okay. Uh, the extraordinary adventurers do have an office. Uh, you have a small uh, building in a strip mall that's <laughs> set up for you because there was no money. I probably live there, up. but I don't tell anybody, but everyone knows. So it's basically just sort of like a cheap storefront with like a little space in the back. And it just says Extraordinary Adventures of the Great Lakes in a, in a not well-made font on the front window. And with like a terrible eagle logo. Yes. <laughs> it's very clip art. It's, it's just a clip art eagle. It's, yep. And another different clip art eagle right next to it. And then just plain Helvetica lettering. Yep. The, just no, the... Helvetica is giving is giving us too much. I think it's papyrus. Okay. Papi- yeah, it's, it's definitely papyrus. Okay. Because that gives it that class that you need <laughs> to, to lure in the people. Eventually, you guys sort of scraped enough money together to afford a police radio to monitor the uh, various police bands for potential superheroing. One night, while you're all sort of sitting around, um, you know, most of the other shops in the uh, strip mall have closed because it's, you know, nine o'clock and it's, it's been a very, very quiet night. You do hear over the police radio that there has been an event at the Marble Rose Tea Room uh, where a number of people have mysteriously fallen asleep. What? Guys, I think I have, I think I have my voice. I think I'm going to try to do Bowie. Ooh. Ooh. So I'm Baron Rock. Yes, that's it. Yep. There we go. <laughs> all right. All right. This, this sleeping, this is your, your handiwork. Aqua synapse. Oh no, I didn't do this. Shouldn't we be out on the road just fixing the problem? Can I carry people while I fly? What's your strength? Um, ac- uh, oh, strength. Incredible 40. Oh yeah, absolutely can carry people while you fly. Ooh. Oh, wh- okay, what do I, what do I say then? Uh, come comrades, we have work to do. You're the wind beneath my wings. We've got like a makeshift skylight that's basically just uh that it's basically just a hole in the ceiling, and I grab the two of them <laughs> and we fly up through it. Okay, this is exhilarating. So you pass over the bright lights of Chicago. Uh, so what is your rank in flight again? It's like really good. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> it's like super awesome. Like. I get an A plus. <laughs> Literally, that's what my page says. A plus. <laughs> a plus. <laughs> Amazing 50. Yeah, so you can actually fly at 600 miles an hour. Yes, I can. <laughs> Is that going Please to kill my friends? My neck. You better, that that tends to kill people who aren't used to it. Uh, so you don't fly it. that fast. But should you need to... I can get uh, out of Dodge. You can get out of Dodge. <laughs> Chicago, as the case may be. <laughs> Don't worry. If you if you rip all the flesh off of my face, it'll grow right back. <laughs> this is true. Uh, how how do you normally find 
areas? Like, do you just, you know the city really well, or do you sort of have to Google it? What do you, how do you, how do you get around? I don't know. I use MapQuest. I don't well, know. I, I, I feel like. I mean, you're, how long have you been in the city? Let's answer that question. I've been here for a while. I think I have a, okay. a long lifespan. And also, I just walk around the streets at night, put like just putting people to sleep in their apartments. Like I can kind of tell when people can't sleep, and I'm just like, sleep. Aww. So I know the city really well. Okay, I'm an immigrant, so I don't. I've only lived here, and I've only lived here for a few years. So uh, Aqua Synapse is definitely my navigator. Anyone who ha- who has some kind of means that's more than me. You have a cell phone. Like, we're, like it's 2017 here, right? <laughs> yes. I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And none of us are uh, great. In the, I mean, I'm feeble in my resources, <laughs> which I think is the worst of all of us. It is Wait, the did worst. did all three of us get feeble? No, my resources are poor. Uh, I'm poor, yeah. 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 I am the poorest so- out of all of us. <laughs> my bank account collapsed with the Soviet Union. <laughs> 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 Sad. True. <laughs> Aqua Synapse, you are familiar with the where this particular cafe is. And it's it, it's up on Michigan Avenue, so it's very it's very well to do. And when you arrive, uh, it is all blocked off by the police. They have sort of cordoned it off and they're uh wandering inside and out, just you know, seeing uh shooing people away, random people who are gawking and, and taking pictures. Uh, and then there's a bunch of pictures as you all sort of arrive and fly down and everybody's super excited. And uh, which of you has the uh, highest popularity? Was that the Aqua Synapse? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So everybody starts to sort of excitedly talking that the Aqua Synapse has shown up. Oh, oh, oh. the Aqua Synapse and friends. <laughs> yeah i'm the aqua synapse's great friend so what do you do so you land outside of this cafe and the police are there and uh they're sort of now dealing with the crowd who's who's sort of pushing to take good pictures of the aqua synapse and they're sort of motioning the other two of you to sort of get out of the way so they get a good shot i'm posing like really like affecting really elaborate poses and i'm not listening to anyone about getting out of the way i sigh very i'm very disappointed that no one wants to see me and i fly (laughs) i fly just a few feet above the ground so i'm out of the frame (laughs) your feet are still in there fly a little bit higher you hear like a sad like (laughs) make me a popularity roll baron in the Marvel superhero game, to determine if a player succeeds or fails at a challenging task, they roll a 1d100. Then, they check the universal table. On the x-axis of the table are the different stat tiers we talked about last week, so typical, good, excellent, remarkable, incredible, etc. And on the y-axis are the numbers of the d100 you rolled. So, for example, Baron Rock, who just rolled for popularity, has a typical popularity So, with a typical popularity, according to the universal table, he will need a 51 or higher for a success. A 50 or below is a failure. However, if Baron Rock's popularity were, for example, remarkable, he would only need to roll a 36 or higher for a success. There are also additional levels of success, 
which just make things better if you roll super high. There's a link to an online copy of the Universal Table in the description of this episode, because if you have nothing better to do with your life, you can follow along and see before we tell you if our rolls are a success or not. 50. Uh, and your popularity is poor? Yeah. No, typical. Yeah. My popularity is typical. Your popularity is typical. Uh, still not good enough for it, for anybody to actually want to take your picture. Oh, so no way! I'm one away! You're one away. Do you want to spend karma for somebody to take a picture of you? Mm, no. Yeah. Yes. Wait, what? You need me again already? I was I was just explaining the... All right, I'll get the rule book back out. All right, here we are. The rules for karma. In the Marvel superhero game, a player's karma acts as both their experience points and as a currency that they can spend to increase their rolls. So in Baron Rock's case, because his roll was a 50, he would only need to spend one karma point to bring it to a 51, which for his popularity score of typical would be a success. Yes, I absolutely pay one karma to make this into a success. Okay, so strike one karma from your karma. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to 59. All right, 60. so uh, with that, a number of people actually start sort of noticing that, you know, oh, he, oh is that the Baron Rock? Oh, that's a real good pose. And so they start taking some pictures. <laughs> um, you, you pick yeah, up, that's right. You pick up that a lot of it is to catch Aquasynapse and you mm-hmm. in the same photo. So there's a lot of sort of, they're no longer as worried about catching you, but th- there are a couple of people who, who do take solid pictures. Yes, you're gorgeous. Red Mind, you're sort of hovering up and out of the way, uh, and Aqua Synapse, are, are you playing to the crowd, or are you... Oh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm like, all right. posing with him, like, doing all kinds of silly, and and then we're <laughs> doing, like, serious ones, and then, yeah, like, glamour uh, shots. So- uh, make me a popularity check, please. Okay. Strike the pose. Fifteen. Not great. <laughs> uh, so people are still happy to take your pictures, but anybody, uh, they, they sort of uh, feel that they have to do no more than just give you pictures. Like, take their pictures. Like, there's there's no hope of getting money out of out of them. Mm. And what would you like to do? So you, you've played to the crowd for a little red mind. You're sort of hovering above, looking around. What would you like to do? I want to use my popularity to talk to the police, maybe, see if I can get anything out of them. Okay. Uh, your popularity is strong enough, and you have a uh, you have a license. So when you arrive, the police chief is there. Uh, the police chief, uh, who you've run into before, who is Emir Albertson, and... He sort of motions you over and is like, oh, I'm not really, I'm not sure if, if we need your expertise, but, you know, uh, it, it wouldn't hurt. Uh, we got a call from a bystander. Uh, they just sort of looked in and everybody in the cafe is just asleep where they were either standing or sitting. They're just completely unconscious and we don't know what's happening. Has anyone been inside yet? We have not uh, entered in in case there's some sort of... Uh, gas or chemical leak that that is putting these people to sleep we've just really been controlling the crowd until you know we can get sort of uh, the scientists and our forensics down here to sort of test the air and stuff what when he says that my eyes light up because i don't need to breathe and i'm like it's my time to shine (laughs) and i I run right in there all right so you you run inside 
Uh, make me a reason check. Ooh, 35. What's your reason? My reason is you. My reason is you. It's remarkable. <laughs> that is a white result. So nothing actually, when you run inside and you sort of. Kid, okay, I'm, this is another one where I've got, I'm one away. You're one away. I'm, I'm pot committed. I'm, I'm going down to 58 on this. All right. Karma. You spend another karma to, to make the roll. And you realize that there's nothing in the air. You Actually, there's nothing obvious as to why any of these people are asleep. Hmm. I guess I... The, wait, I'm going to just try to, like, shake them to wake them up. So you approach a person, and uh, do you just... Anybody in particular? So once you get sort of lay of the land, there's two sort of baristas who are asleep behind the counter. There are uh, 20 tables that are actually all full, and you can see on the wall uh, that they were here for a jazz concert by a jazz combo called The Light of Blast. Huh. And the jazz trio is also asleep on on the stage. I'm very into the local music scene. Have I heard of these guys? No, you haven't. Mm. I guess I just shake one of the baristas. So you shake a uh, barista and it doesn't take much. And they, they start to uh, rouse and, and blink bleary eyed uh, and, and sort of stare at you for a moment good morning starshine what happened i was about to ask you that question oh man like i don't know we were just like listening to some real cool jazz and then we all fell asleep i i mean i i've done that a time or two (laughs) had a little bit of wine and it's yeah, conked out, right? We don't serve wine. We serve coffee. Yeah, that's supposed that to wake keep, you up. Yeah, like, you know, espressos are real popular. Uh, well, I, I, I guess I'm going to wake up the whole, the whole uh, room here, huh? All right. If I step in, do I instantly fall asleep, or am I okay to breathe in this You place? are okay. You enter in, and you are okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll come in and start shaking people awake, too, I guess. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake everybody up by yelling like, "Oh my God! It's the red, wait, the red mind Aqua Synapse and <laughs> Aaron Rock. They're all together! Wow! Vic- no way! Vicky, Vicky. <laughs> uh, so just shouting does not wake them up. You actually have to physically sort of start to shake everybody awake. Yeah, this isn't really my deal. <laughs> uh, and everybody, please make me intuition checks. I got a 71, and my intuition is poor, four. Okay. I got a 31, and my intuition is excellent. And then I got a 73, and my intuition is excellent, 20. Baron Rock doesn't notice anything. Uh, Baron Rock's solely focused on just shaking all these people awake. Both Aquasynapse and Red Mind notice that nobody has... Any jewelry on, there are no purses, nothing. All the sort of trapping. And as people start to wake, they uh, act very shocked, like everything is gone. The barista opens up the cash register and there's no money in it. But the Red Mind also notices that the jazz trio on stage also has no instruments. Someone has taken all of the valuables. 
Oh, wow. You're very... Just, like, notice things. <laughs> this type of greed goes against my principles. I don't really care about earth goods. <laughs> Except for that sweet money from YouTube. I have to eat. I don't. <laughs> Do I... Have there been rep I mean, we have that police scanner. Have there been reports of a lot of thefts, more thefts recently? Nope. Hmm. Uh, seeing that, that you are okay, the uh, police chief sort of walks in and, uh, you know, takes a, takes a look around and, and sees that you're waking up and sees that you, none of you have fallen asleep. So he starts moving people in. And it's like, oh, we, oh uh, we'll start getting everybody's statements. Uh, uh, you, know, you know, do your super stuff, and anything you find out, let us know. Oh, okay. This might be a stretch, but given that the instruments were stolen, and this was sort of a, there's musical adjacent things going on, is is there anything I catch in my hyper hearing, like some sort of residual auditory power or something? Uh, make me a check. In that case, do you check with your Check with your powers. powers. Yep. Okay. It's loading. Um, so that's going to be a 38, and my hyper hearing is amazing 50. So you sort of just sort of really focus in on hearing anything, and, and you start to try to filter out all of the outside noise in the crowd, and you actually can't pick up anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, there's just no extra sound. Like, you start filtering out and you're not hearing like any additional screams or or any other noise in the in the vicinity okay well that was my contribution from each according <laughs> to their needs to each according to no oh, nope wrong one from each according to their ability to each according to their need i have performed my ability here which was to shake everyone and listen very closely <laughs> um Hey, I just want to let the room know that it is customary to tip your superhero. What? Go with, go with me. Go with this. Oh my! Make me a popularity check. <laughs> Can't <laughs> bump that one up. That's a twenty. So you you say that the police and everybody—they all just turn coldly to you, and the barista goes. Um, with what? Uh, all of our money was stolen? <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I have a little bit more heroing to do before I uh, get that tip, huh? <laughs> you could, you know, find our money? Listen, I'll work on it. Uh, gotta go, Bye. <laughs> I just like run with my hands straight down. Okay. Not, I'm just <laughs> I shake my head and, st but I stay and I help the police officers as like a, you know, just as any person would be able to help. Like none of my powers yep. are going to help me here, but I'll just help them investigate. If any of you have sort of talents that you would consider that would help you sort of investigate the scene, those can come into play. 
Oh, wait. So do I have like a score for my talent? A talent gives you a plus one column shift on oh, whatever okay. stat you would have. So if like yours is intelligence gathering, you can either use reason oh. or intuition to sort of, and it bumps it up by one because you're using that skill. Okay. Hmm. And then I have um, leadership. So I'm like, Officer Rainier, please go this way. Officer Johnson, like I'm, I'm, I'm directing people. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, so mine is intelligence gathering. That seems pretty <laughs> relevant yeah. here. So I guess I'll just go around and ask people questions. Okay. Um, I can roll for that. So it'll, it may, it moves it up to my reason is remarkable 30, so that it'll be incredible 40. Yep. Ooh. 62. So that is uh, very good. Yes. It's a yellow, so you get a lot of information. So as you talk to people and sort of you're good at asking questions, you know, they all uh, they all say that, you know, the, the trio is halfway through a real rousing rendition of the Lady is a Tramp when um, they just all got incredibly tired and could, even though it was, you know, it had a, it had a real hopping beat, they just couldn't keep their eyes open and they couldn't figure out why. And then that's the last thing they remember. And as you're sort of wandering around and, and talking to people, you do notice something incredibly odd in the wall behind the jazz trio. You see sticking out of the wall a tuft of red crimson colored hair. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash VRECast, on Twitter at twitter.com slash VRECast. You can follow the Aqua Synapse at Yosef Bridge, Baron Rock at Logan Jenkins, The Red Mind at the Travis W, and God is at White Wing. Please rate and review us on iTunes if you like what we're doing. <laughs>